0: Hello, my raw beauties. I am so excited for today's episode. I am going solo again today. I want to talk about limiting beliefs as we finish off 2019 and head into 2020, because I think this is such an important topic of conversation. And when we start to learn how to manage our limiting beliefs, we create a lot of freedom in our life. So before we dive into that, I have to tell you, I need to know, I just need to know. I have been called by my friends for a number of years, a And a washer is somebody who, this is all just made up, by the way, a washer is somebody who sometimes, not all the time, although some people might disagree, acts faster than they think. They do things before they actually fully think it through. So for example, I have this tendency of like unloading groceries from the car and I grab the kids and then I get in and then two hours later, our neighbor knocks on the door and is like, just letting you know, like all your car doors are open right now. Or I will, I mean, I have a tendency for getting towed. It's all based around my car, really, when I stop to think, oh, no, no, no. There's also the cooking. So sometimes when I'm cooking, I'll put something on the stove and I get antsy, like waiting for some almonds to toast for the salad. So I start doing something else. And then the next thing I know, like all the nuts are black and burnt, so we call this whooshing. It's like you're moving too fast and you're not necessarily always in the moment. And so you mess things up, but like kind of in a charming way, at least this is how I'm trying to sell it to my husband. He's not that charmed by it anymore at this point. Anyways, I need to know, am I the only washer or are there other wooshers out there? Because I feel like I can't be alone on this. Like, please just Tell me I'm not alone. Send me a little DM right now or screenshot this episode and write, I'm a Wosher too, Aaron." I don't know how you spell woosher because we literally just made this name up, but I think it should be in the dictionary. Let's go with W-O-O-S-H-E-R, woosher, to let me know if you wish to. Okay, please. Thank you. All right, let's skip back to the topic at hand limiting beliefs because these little suckers are popping up everywhere with my coaching clients and in our coaching group The Shift and they are wreaking havoc on your potential happiness on your ability to create that life that you really want for yourself in order for you to feel the best that you possibly can in your body and in your life and That's what I'm here to support you with, because I have been at all spectrums in regards to how I felt about my body and how I felt about the life that I was living. So I'm super passionate about helping you get to that place where you're really proud of who you are and how you're showing up. One major piece of this puzzle is limiting beliefs, So I want to start off by talking about what the heck limiting beliefs even are, because a lot of us think that we are our limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs are thoughts that you have, patterns of belief that you have that make you feel smaller or restricted or like you can't step into your strength. They might sound like, I'm stuck. I can't quit this lame job that I have that I'm not passionate about well, I don't have as much money as she has, so I can't start that thing. I'm not pretty enough. I have to lose more weight before I book my vacation. I could not show up in a bathing suit at this point. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't deserve to be here. Sometimes the limiting beliefs, also what I call my fearful friend, so it's this fear-based thinking, will show up as a voice of indifference. Like, okay, let's turn this podcast episode off. I don't need to know this. I already know all this stuff. This is so lame, blah, blah, blah. So if you start to notice that showing up, that is also a fear-based form of thinking, And would fall under that limiting belief category. Now, here's the thing about limiting beliefs. They're never going to go away. You are not the only one who has them. In fact, everybody has limiting beliefs. Every single one of us. To some extent, they're really important because they keep us safe And they prevent us from doing crazy, ridiculous things sometimes, like jumping into traffic or spending all our money on one shopping spree or just quitting our job immediately without thinking anything through. We need the limiting beliefs, that fearful friend, to pipe up every once in a while so that we think about things before we act. The problem is that for many people, the fearful friend, those limiting beliefs, are driving all of the choices that they are making in their life. So I want to share an analogy with you of your life being like a car. So in your car, you've got a driver, and let's say you've got a passenger right now. And I want you to imagine that one of those people in the car is your fearful friend. So your fearful friend is making decisions from a place of fear. Your fearful friend wants you to stay comfortable and safe at all times. They are thinking from a place of lack, of scarcity, that there's not enough, there's not enough space, that you're not good enough. And then you have this other person in the car, your best self, your highest self, whatever you want to call it. And that person is living from a place of calm, a place of inner wisdom and confidence, a place of love, a place of abundance. A place where there is opportunity and space for everyone, where there is collaboration over competition. Now, either your fearful friend or your highest self can be driving the car at any point in time. What we want is that the majority of the time, your highest self, the best self, is driving that vehicle. This vehicle represents your life. If you think about the fearful friend being in the driver's seat, And steering the wheel and picking the volume and choosing which direction you're going and what type of gas you're filling your car up with and when you're stopping and when you're starting, you can imagine that the place that you will end up at at the end of your life is going to look a lot different than if your best self was driving the car. If the best self was driving the car, you would be filling up on premium gas. You would be driving and resting. You would be deciding to turn down roads that were exciting to you and filled with joy and potential rather than just always staying in the safe lane. Now, your fearful friend needs to be in the car, but they need to be way in the back seat. Like let's picture that we've got a minivan right now. Put them in the third row. Put them way back there so that you can hear them every once in a while so that you are able to acknowledge what's popping up and to make sure that you're making good decisions. But they should not be driving the car. They should not be picking the volume on the stereo. They should not be getting to decide whether the windows are rolled down and your hands are through the sunroof. The fearful friend needs to remain in the back seat. The highest best self gets to drive. Now for a lot of you, and for me, at many, many times in my life, and it's still something I have to work on now, the fearful friend grabs the steering wheel and starts to make the choices. She's focused on what everyone else is going to think about the decisions that you're making. She's focused on the past and the decisions she made in the past. She's focused on that thing her mom or dad told her when she was eight years old. The fearful friend is living essentially the fears of other people. So some of you are thinking, but don't we want the fearful friend to be driving sometimes or we might make totally reckless decisions? But here's the problem with the fearful friend. Our fears aren't always true. They're beliefs that we've created that have often been passed down to us from people in our family, the society that we operate in, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they are true. For years, we've been told that we are not beautiful if we don't have a certain body type. Some of you have been told that if you are not a lawyer or a doctor or a successful entrepreneur, that you're not showing up in the way that your parents need you to show up in life. We've been told so many things and so many beliefs that we've adopted as our own that now all of a sudden these beliefs are driving the car of our life and we don't even like the direction that it's going in. But we feel like we can't stop the car. The other problem with limiting beliefs is that they become a huge excuse to start playing small in life. If you cling to the belief that your body isn't beautiful enough to be loved, that saves you from the vulnerability of having to put yourself out there. You're going to start telling yourself, I don't look beautiful enough yet to send that message on Tinder. I can't go to that recreation volleyball tournament. With a body like this or with the skills that I have, when in reality, you're just making up one more excuse as to why you can't put yourself out there into the dating field. If you tell yourself, I can't switch jobs because I'm too old, you're actually just protecting yourself from having to take the leap and to try something new. If your fearful friend keeps telling you that you're too big or not fit enough to go to the gym, that people will stare. It's just an excuse to keep you comfortable, to continue playing small. Everyone has to start somewhere. So stop letting the fearful friend make excuses for you. All of these things are like concrete walls between you and the things that you want most in your life. I want you to stop right now, and I want you to think, what is a limiting belief that I have been packing around, carrying around, that I am ready to let go of, that I want to leave behind in 2019? Because we are heading into 2020. Everybody gets a fresh start. I mean, realistically, every day is a fresh start, but for some people, myself included, sometimes it feels nice to have a clean slate. So I want you to come up with a limiting belief that you want to leave behind in 2019. Think of the first thing that pops up for you, the first thing that bubbles up as I say that. And I want you to DM it to me on Instagram at RawBeautyTalks or screenshot this episode and share it on your social media. And actually write down what the limiting belief is so that we can see it, so that I can help hold you accountable to letting that go. All right. After this, we're going to talk about the four things that you need to do in order to let go of those limiting beliefs. Fast forward to the end of 2024. Think of your goals for a second. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should get Babbel. over. Really quickly, I want to remind you that the Raw Beauty Co. shop has officially launched and it is full of self-care items and beautiful tools to help support you on your journey to becoming your best self. You can find a collection of my favorite books, essential oils, my favorite teas from David's Tea, along with weighted blankets, gua sha tools, a number of things that I absolutely adore. I hope you know you don't need any of this stuff to love yourself or to care for yourself. It's simply things that I absolutely adore and wanted to share with you. So head on over to rawbeauty.co backslash shop. We've got tons of beautiful gifts for the holidays. All right, let's skip back to those limiting beliefs. All right, let's dive into the four steps that you can start taking right now to loosen the grip of those limiting beliefs, the first thing, the very first thing that you have to do is to make a choice that you are ready to let this belief go. You have to decide that you are over being held back by this belief. If you don't want to let it go, if you're not ready to stare it in the face and to say, "See Sia, it's not going anywhere. Nobody else can do this work for you. You have to be ready to let this belief go. You don't have to know how but you have to be ready to let it go. Step two, you're going to need to confide in somebody you trust about the limiting belief. If you're able to share this limiting belief with somebody that you trust It is going to help loosen the grip. Now, this is a really interesting conversation that Brene Brown has talked about a lot. And she did such an incredible job of articulating this as only she can. And she says, when our shame is shared and met with empathy, it can no longer survive. When our shame is shared with someone else and met with empathy, it can no longer survive. So simply by sharing your vulnerability, with somebody else, somebody who cares, somebody who will meet it with empathy, you will loosen the grip of it. If you're not sure who to talk to about this, if you don't have that person who comes to mind, send me a DM right now. That's what I'm here for. Share it with me. I promise it will be met with empathy. Start to loosen the grip. Number three, do the damn thing that you're scared of. The fastest way to reduce the grip of your fearful friend or of that voice of fear is to meet it face to face. It's to take away the power of your current mindset of that fear-based mindset by doing the opposite of what it is telling you. And the more that you do this, the more that little fearful friend, that little voice will start to lose its power. It will start to quiet down because it will understand it's no longer in control. And it will start to recognize that, hey, nothing awful happened. You are still safe. It's all good. So I want you to think about that thing, that limiting belief that you want to leave behind. What is one thing that you could do to face that head on? So if you feel like you can't wear the bathing suit or love your body, what is one thing that you would do if you loved your body? Would you wear the lingerie for your husband? Would you take the cover-up off when you went to the beach? Would you wear something different than you normally do? Do that thing. If you feel like you cannot go outside without makeup, you cannot be seen without your mascara on, that was a big one for me at one point, get out the freaking door Without the mascara on, go order your coffee from Starbucks and look the barista in the eye without your makeup on. And just keep doing it until it starts to feel more comfortable. It's going to be scary. That's the bubble of fear that you are living within. You're gonna have to walk through that to get to the other side where all the good shit is waiting for you. If you feel like you can't meet the guy, you've gotta start putting yourself out there. You've gotta start doing activities in places where you might meet him. You have to start hitting send on the Tinder message. If you are feeling stuck, ask yourself, what is one area of my life that I could take action in? It doesn't have to be big, but you've got to do something. The fear is not going to go away if you're just sitting exactly where you've always been. We have to take big action to walk through the fear. We've got to do the damn thing. So, so far, you've got a choice to decide that you are over being held back by this belief. Second of all, you've got to confide in someone that you trust. You've got to bring this fear to life and actually speak it out loud. The third thing is you've got to do the damn thing. You've got to take big action and walk through the fear. And the fourth, you have to commit to yourself. Listen, it is not going to be perfect right away. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to fall down. It's going to feel scary sometimes. It might feel really vulnerable. You might not immediately feel confident. But the more you practice, the more you commit to showing up, the better you will get. You just can't quit on yourself that easily. You've got to keep showing up. The more that you do, the quieter That voice will become. I've had a million limiting beliefs in my lifetime beliefs that my body wasn't good enough, that I would never be able to love my body, that I couldn't let anyone see me without makeup, that I couldn't work and be a good mom, that I couldn't leave my Pilates studio to pursue this work, that I would never be able to make enough money to survive, that I don't have time to write the book, that I don't have the face for video. I'm not articulate enough." All of these fears, every single one of them have held me back significantly at one point in my life. Every single one of them have required me walking through some major fear, some major discomfort, and some major vulnerability to get to the other side. And every single time it was worth it. That's why at this point, if anyone ever tries to challenge or take away the work that I do with Raw, I get really defensive about it. Because I've worked so hard to get here. I've had to put myself on the line and trust myself so many times. I will never let anybody take it away from me. One of the fears that I had more recently, because I want to share a real-time story with you, is this fear of doing video content. I would look at other women out there, Sunny Lenarduzzi, Marie Forleo, Rachel Hollis, and be so jealous of the fact that they would just show up and share their thoughts and their ideas and that they just seemed to do it so seamlessly and it came so easily And I just felt like I didn't have the face. Everything had to be perfectly lined up in order for me to start doing it. I had to have my hair done. The lighting needed to be proper. I needed to have really thought out what I was going to say. Here's the thing. I got the camera. I got the (laughs) lights. I did my hair some days. I planned out what I was going to say. I still wasn't showing up consistently. I am so over that freaking belief I cannot live with it anymore. I'm at the point where I am making a choice to leave it behind. I have talked to my best friends about this fear. Scott knows about it. We've talked through it. I've confided in people I trust about it. And now I am doing the damn thing. I'm committing to 30 days showing up on my channel, doing the coaching videos that I've dreamed about doing for so long, and nothing is going to get in my way. It's awkward as hell. I've done videos where my hair is super sweaty because I just finished a workout and the only time I can do it is in my car. No lights, no proper camera, no studio, but I'm showing up. And I do trust that I'm going to get better. My message will become more refined. But the only way to do it is to get in the ring and take action. It is to practice. And I'm committing to the practice by telling all of you right now in this recording and on Instagram, I'm committing to it. 30 days, rain or shine, I will be on there in some capacity sharing a piece of my story. I want you to think about that limiting belief that you want to leave behind in 2019. Press pause right now. Think about it. Write it down in your phone. Send me a DM on Instagram at Rob Beauty Talks. Let me know what it is. I want to hear this. I don't do these podcasts so I can just talk to myself in a little audio booth. I want to know more about you. So please tell me, tell me, tell me. Or take a screenshot. Share your limiting belief on social media. Right then and there, you are confiding in people that you trust. Maybe you don't trust me yet, but you will when you get my response. You got to try. And then what is one thing, what is one step that you can take to face your fear sometime today, this week? What is one thing that you will do to take action? Tell me now. I can't wait to hear. Let's wrap 2019 up strong, head into 2020 as the best version of ourselves. I bet that a lot of you listening to me right now, hearing me say these things, it's stirring up a lot of fear, a lot of discomfort, because part of you is thinking like, I kind of want to do that. But another part of you is like, oh, my God, no, don't do that. Listen to the part of you that feels expansive. Listen to the little part of you that's smiling and thinking, oh, my gosh, I wish I could do that. I think I could maybe do that before that other fearful friend comes in and shuts that down trust whatever makes you feel expansive versus constricted trust whatever brings you joy and hope and possibility versus what makes you feel afraid restricted and like you're not coming at life as your best self all right that's a wrap for this episode please if you think that this would resonate with anybody pass it along to them copy the link text it to them email it to them if you have a moment to head on over to itunes to leave a review i would so appreciate it it really lets me know what's working for you guys and how we can deliver in the best way possible i can't wait to see you next week Listen to the MomWell podcast at momwell.com listen or on your favorite podcast platform.